Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey it's heather hey it's liz we're just doing a con wrap-up we're exhausted but we had a great time and we want to tell everybody about it absolutely so let's hit that music We are uh, talking about, we had Comic Palooza this past weekend. We've been talking about it for a couple of months now, looking forward to it. And it finally came and now has gone. Came so. and went like a flash. I am So fast. I am so exhausted. And I am too. <laughs> and it was funny because I was thinking today that like, oh my gosh, when I got my hair done like a month ago. Oh wait, that was last week. Like everything before Comic Palooza seems so far away. Like I'm like, what did I do before that? Like that's all that has been on my mind, you know. And you, you know, and we go through this every year. So you had everything leading up to Comic Palooza, and now we have a year to wait for the next. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and and again, this was my first time to go to any kind of convention like this. So uh, I just. I was really impressed. I have to say, I was very much impressed with how comfortable it was. Like, you know that I've got like really not great anxiety issues. And so I was very concerned about getting there and there just being a ton of people and feeling overwhelmed and looking for the panic room. But I really never did. You know, it was, it was pretty laid back and everybody was so nice. Like everyone who came across was super friendly and just happy to be there. And, you know, we took Opera Man. This was her, his first convention as well. And he actually got recognized by one of our fellow podcasters who's like, Opera Man! So he was super excited about that. Uh, but, you know, and I was a little worried that he might get tired or overwhelmed. But he just lit up. He found his tribe, you know, the second we walked in the door. He's like, oh, my God, this is the coolest thing ever. And he had only been planning on going on the first day on Friday. But he ended up going with me on the second day as well. So... He had a good time. Yeah, that's how I always felt uh, when I first started going to cons is that, you know, all of a sudden, everybody you talk to, uh, they have a level of fanaticism that I have. And it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. the same um, subject. But, you know, you go and it makes complete sense that you want to hear uh, everything about, you know, whatever this celebrity has to say and whatever they want to tell you about behind the scenes because you have this level of excitement over it. Now, I mean, it's, and not everybody has that. Not everybody has that passion about one thing or a few things. Um, But I, I certainly do. And, and uh, you know, when you go to these events, other people there, they also have these similar passions. And, you know, you go into, um, go into different panel rooms, even the little panels that are uh, small panels. Mm -hmm. Um, Then, you know, you get to talk to other people and, you know, you'll have a, conversations back and forth and back and forth about the different things going on and you meet new people i always feel like i come back from comic blues i always have a ton more facebook friends and Mm -hmm. have a lot more people that i recognize year after year but there's also you know every year there's somebody new that uh that we get to talk to so i had a great time and I would have gone um, regardless of whether uh, comic blues is sponsored us or not uh Mm -hmm. i talk about cons all the time so i'm they're they're my thing. I really enjoy them. And well, they're going to be my thing as well because I really I had a much better time than I kind of was anticipating. Not that I was thinking I was going to have a bad time. I just thought it would be overwhelming and exhausting. And I'm not going to lie. The first day, Friday, was, was a little bit exhausting for me. And I think that was just because of the heat. It was 
I would it was so freaking hot. <laughs> yeah. So Houston, these June cons are not the greatest idea. No, it's like who does it? Like why would why don't we have this in January? Yeah. So you know. Um, yeah, it would make a lot more sense in January, but you know, there's sporting things going on. Can I just say, I'm just going to back off, uh, the temperature because it was crazy. It's a hundred million degrees in Houston right now. Um, but I, so I'm drinking this weird drink today. I am drinking a hard cider. You know, everybody knows what a hard cider is. Mm -hmm. And this one's called hot cinnamon. And I can't tell if it's awful or if it's just damn tasty. Have you ever done that? Like you're like, I'm like sick of this. Like yeah, sour or something. I mean, it's not sweet and sour, but. Yeah, that's how I felt when I read Game of Thrones. <laughs> like I either really like this or I hate its freaking guts. Well, I never read past half the way through the book. It so. took me a while to get into Game of Thrones. Of course, I didn't even read it. So yeah. watch. Well, I tried and somebody like, oh, did you get to the part where blah, blah dies? I'm like, really? Fuck you. Well, like I'm you know, done. You could say that about any character in there they if could. you right at some point because they all die. Right. Dies. Well, but that was the thing. It was like my first introduction even into it and somebody goes and like throws something out there. I'm like, oh, fuck you. Like just, no, I'm done. So I just, I just never could kind of get back into, never could get back into that. You know, I just tweeted this. I would listen to Cast Request, which is another local podcast. And I'm like behind. So we're currently on the season finale of Game of Thrones. And this was yep. episode three. So this is how long ago it was. They totally predicted it. Mm -hmm. uh, what was going to happen. They were like, you know what would be good? And it was just some kind of offhand comment. And it yeah. totally happened. So that's awesome. I don't know. Yeah, I was, was pulling, the, I pulled up that. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I pulled up that podcast to look at it the other day. And I was like, oh, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. I was like, oh, well, I don't want to do that because I don't, I don't watch it. So you could get the whole. Um, you can get the whole series without actually the series. Right. Pay for HBO. Just listen to Cast Request. Because, right. But, um, you know, I get obsessed about things, so I like to hear other people just recap them, too. Sure, know. sure. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Well, somebody always catches something that you missed or bypassed or whatever. They catch, they catch people's names. I never remember anybody's name anything. I either remember their acting name or the character that they played that they're most memorable for in my head. Have you seen the honest trailer for games of game of Thrones? No, you need to. I, I happened to stumble across it today and it's funny as shit. Cause it really goes through and it talks about, you know, all the stuff that's there, but then it's like, here are the 10 characters whose name you remember. And then there's this guy and nope. Uh, don't remember that guy at all. Like just, <laughs> just a whole bunch of people. It's like no idea who anybody these are. So. I know. And, oh, well, but that's, that's kind of the, um, Eh, that's the point of Game of Thrones. It's fun, yeah. though. I really want you to watch it now. What new? The seasons will be. I've seen the first season. I think this. I think uh, either next season or the season after is going to be uh, the last one, and they're only six episodes apiece, so mm -hmm. it's going to be for good uh, binge watching. Yeah. Uh, once they're all done. Yeah, I watched the first season. We watched it with uh, with Opera Man's brother and his girlfriend for a while, and then we just kind of got out of it like we just never really oh. kept going it wasn't one of those like like arrow where i'm like totally two and a half seasons in and just desperate for more you know it's gut-wrenching mm -hmm. like you know you get it and you love somebody and then they just kill them and they don't yeah. kill them like oh they died peacefully in their sleep yeah. so gut-wrenching and then you just cry but then <laughs> And then you then you pick a new favorite character and like when they kill this character I'm gonna be I'm done yeah <laughs> kill them and yeah. anyway all right so actually let's talk about Comic Palooza a little bit I yeah I was so busy the entire time of Comic Palooza and like you said um, Friday was exhausting I had to work the first half of the day yeah and it was a million degrees and I'm in a suit and I had to get downtown and um, I got there and right before the women in podcasting panel. Which was awesome. Both me. It was amazing. Yeah, Liz and I, we um, we uh, sat and we were with uh, Amanda from Castaquest, Jenny from I Love Flavor, and Sarah and Cassie from Sarah and Cassie's Nerdy Adventures, mm -hmm. and it was so much fun. We had a great room. We had a lot of other. We had a lot of other podcasters. A lot of people that wanted to podcast in there. Yeah, and it was so fun. And I know that uh, we'll be uh, tweeting out, um, you know, whenever any links from it to post because Jenny uh, from I Love Flavor videoed it and uh, mm -hmm. Karen Cass yeah, she's going to have it on YouTube yeah that's not great I know I was like oh I forgot about the video yeah. 
So, so that was uh, super fun. Um, uh, Producer Craig is pregnant in that technically he is the one that recorded it, but we recorded it for Sarah and Cassie. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he's we uh, did, and we, we had our own little posse there, which was yeah, fun. Credit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was their panel. They they invited us. And they were it was fantastic. Everybody was super friendly, and we had a great time. So, yeah, I and uh, we had I don't know if anybody saw any listeners saw. We had some beautiful um, artwork, and I, I think Amanda designed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it, uh, well. Was it Amanda? Or was it Jenny? I think it was Jenny. Amanda. I don't know. Sorry, guys. Whichever. You know, I, I, I swear. I, was, I think it was Jenny, because Jenny does all of that marketing. Yeah, and, but so and does stuff. Amanda. Okay, well, I don't know. Sorry, Jenny and Amanda. I have forgotten. Now I'm gonna have to. Now I'm gonna have to look it up because I don't want. Um, <laughs> I, I but uh, you know. Both are both were awesome ladies, and yes. technically that was the first time that I met either one of them in person. And mm-hmm. I knew, you know, I knew Sarah and Cassie already. Um, I knew Cassie. I hadn't met Sarah before. Okay. So Cassie's been on our podcast a couple of different times. So if you, if her name sounds familiar, she was on our podcast in the past. So yeah, a couple different times. And so um, they asked a lot of people. Uh, they talked about you know things that they do before interviews. One of the one of the questions are you know wh- you know what do you do before interviews? And people are like prepare, prepare, prepare. And I said, I just get our guests drunk. We Let's drink, yeah, drink. So, and so people that- enjoy coming on our podcast. I think yeah. because uh, we just get them drunk and then they talk about all sorts of stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what we do. Um, Speaking of that, we I found us a few um, new guests that, that are probably going to be on our show in the upcoming months. You know, so did I. It's exciting. It's very exciting. So you'll be hearing from some uh, some other nerdy bitches that we're we've recruited to come chat with all you know, listeners. And I still have a couple of mine that I met that I really want to get on the show. So oh, okay. we're gonna we're gonna keep our fingers crossed on that. So hopefully we can uh, we can get them on the show. Uh, scheduling. Uh, conflicts with sophie my uh resident other batman um, yes uh fan so i didn't ever bump into sophie at the con did you I, we bumped into max I sat, we ran into max and then into max. i couldn't go to the um uh the slurred nerd live podcast and he would have been there but or yeah in there but oh well uh, well we met a lot of really cool podcasters when we were there because i met a couple others we met the uh the guys from cult 45 who we just love uh, we love listening to their podcasts, and they listen to ours, which is a lot of fun. Um, we also met Bri-Fi, the Metal Geeks. Who else did we meet? Comical. Comical. And, uh, yes, it was, by the way, it was Jenny that made our logo. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was because she had, uh, oh, I do all this on my Yeah, she does. She's, she's really yeah. good. She's really good. Amazing. Um, yeah. Um, uh, Justin and uh, Miguel are the comical guys. Uh, mm-hmm. So, we, you know, we hung out with them a bit. And um, the dogfin people, um, John was in our, I think it was John that was in our um, in our panel. Okay, so it was super fun. Um, anyway, we just you know we all know each other now. Like we're all best friends now. Yeah, it's so fun. It's like don't mess with the nerdy podcast crew because they're all our. <laughs> well, it's fun because we talked to we talked to at least Cult Forty Five about doing crossover episodes. So like, Cult Forty Five is so funny. They're so funny. So funny. Oh uh, we we went to their live podcast as yeah. well. So. And um, they had a live podcast where they were talking about all these shit movies from the 90s. Um, mm-hmm. Specifically, I think it was... Uh, it was uh, Captain America. Captain America. Then there was a Nick Fury. Yeah. And, Nick uh, Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Fantastic Four. Four. Oh, my God. Their description. I was just laughing. I'm just hurting myself. Well, I've seen Fantastic Four, but I really now need to see the other two. Especially Nick Fury, a.k.a. The Hoff. Well, I downloaded... Wow. I googled the picture of um, Captain America's outfit in their description of it, and it's absolutely right. It looks like fruit roll-ups, like all over the suit, and oh, oh, it's awful. It's so, better than scales, though. I don't understand the fish scales. Okay. What the well, kind of like when you look at it, look at it, it's weird. It has kind of a texture that's odd. But um, yeah, so we met um, Brandon uh, from Colt Forty Five, and his wife, his wife Carla, super nice. So love her. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Love them both. They're fantastic. We should have Carla on. Do you think That's she- who I was talking about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like we got to get her on. She's awesome. Okay. So let's see. What else did we do there? Um, obviously, I, like I said, we couldn't get anything done because yeah. uh, normally um, Comic Palooza is a four-day, or at least it was the last time because uh, it was over the weekend. 
and you have more time to go down to the dealer room and everything. But we were completely packed. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, the main headliner items was uh, they had the aliens panel. And uh, Sigourney Weaver is still fabulous. She's just absolutely gorgeous. Oh, my God. Oh, I know. It's crazy. Like, you see him on TV and on the movies and stuff, and you're like, oh, well, you know, makeup and shit. She looks amazing. She's, like, 66 years old. She's fabulous. She's she's phenomenal. She looks younger than me. I don't know how she does it, except for she's, like, 25 foot taller than me. Well, there's that. She looks, she looks awesome. And Bill Paxton was hilarious. Everybody apparently read for his character and he's like, what the hell? I know. Everybody read for Hudson Vasquez. So it was like, okay. Um, and uh, that panel was just way over too short because there's so many people on it. That should have been a two hour panel because there were like 10 people on it. And they went down and asked the question of every person on that panel, which is awesome. But we got through like three questions, you know, three or four questions. Out, like, the time you know, is, up. is so funny. And, you know, Bill Paxton is apparently hilarious, which I didn't realize. And we did. He's really, really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Bean was on there. He was sweet. And I mean, I just I really wanted to get uh, more in depth with each of them. Obviously, Sigourney Reaver. And, you know, they kind yeah. of. They, they, they were nice enough not to completely focus on her and overshadow everybody else. But they did a little, but not. Yeah. They weren't overt about it. She was the one in the, both of the movies, you know. And, yeah. and, and well, all it, of them, yeah. Yeah. And um, she just, she's just fabulous. I just can't even just tell you how. Well, they did, they did ask about Alien Five. Somebody from the audience asked about that. To which Bill Paxton replies, "We're all fucking dead," which was hilarious. That was hilarious. But. One of the things that um, Opperman has told me about Alien 5 is they're pretty much pretending three, you know, the, the middle ones didn't happen. Like, so I, I, it'll I, be I, like the it's the end of Alien. So this is going to be like picking up from where they went to sleep in their cryopods mm-hmm. there. So Michael Bean's character will still be alive. Hopefully Newt will still be alive, although she'll be like 40. So I don't know how that works, but. Yeah, I don't know how that will work. I don't really know how any of it works when you go 30 years between the two, unless you just time jump 30 years to the next one. But I, don't I don't know, because a kid wouldn't grow if they're in cryo. Well, that's the thing. Nobody would. They didn't age at all, pretty much, because the other ones were six years apart, not it's, yeah. You know, Sigourney Weaver, like, my, the cat's really upset that he wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't invited. <laughs> so. She told the little asshole to stay home. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you good. that. Um, so that aliens panel, it was phenomenal. Uh, yeah. And, you know, like, I could have watched that all day. Yeah, I really could have. I mean, I, I saw fantastic stuff. I went to some really great writers panels and uh, some stuff in the morning. I seriously could have been in that aliens Q&A all day long. It was oh, fantastic. I, I know. And and like I said from the beginning, now, when you saw that line for the aliens panel, did you think there is no way? Or- oh, I thought there was no way we were getting in. There were so many empty seats, yeah. even though it was completely packed. Yeah, well, it was full from the whole middle section, but all, all the sides, which is almost as big as the middle section, it just shocks you how many people can fit in there. And Comic Palooza does a great job of just getting you in. And they, you know, I well, was the nice thing. We didn't even stand in the line. We just waited for the line to end and got on the end. Like we just walked in when everybody was done lining up. You know, and I, um, I've never not had enough room in a Comic Palooza panel. Now, however, I have been to other cons yeah. where there was no more room, and they said, "Nope, you can't come in." Cons who so. shall remain nameless. Well, no, it, it was a, it was a still a legitimate con, but yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, nobody runs it as smooth as Comic Palooza. They've got too much time on their hands. Every year, they get better and better and better, and they figure out uh, ways to resolve a lot of issues. Yeah, badge pickup is the best thing that um, Comic Palooza has ever done, mm-hmm. uh, because then you don't even have to wait in the wheel call pickup line. But- that was really nice, and then it was also really cool because we, you know, we got to go on press passes that they let producer Craig pick ours up, so that we didn't have to the junket. Uh huh. Yeah. They went a day early and were able to pick stuff up. So it was super, super easy. It was fantastic. And, and um, from what I hear, and I, I've been, I've actually walked through it. Kitty went l- last year. She bought tickets and I already had mine. Uh, mm-hmm. Had mine. And so, but I just walked with her in line. And I'm telling yeah. you, it went by so fast. It didn't even seem like a line because they make sure you're walking the whole time. Yeah. 
So. Well, their little passes are awesome. I mean, our press passes had Deadpool on them. Every one of the passes was different. On uh, you could tell, like they really went. These are the badges, so they really went above and beyond to kind of make them. Yeah, those are all the cool. artists from this from the Comic Palooza that get picked to, to um, do their designs, and uh, everybody, two people on the last day tried to get us to give them our uh, press pass. Mm, really because it was the best one we were so lucky yeah there was one i can't remember now i think it was the volunteer one the stay puff marshmallow man i kind of wanted to knock somebody down and take theirs oh and the the staff one was darth vader it was awesome Mm. yeah so that that's that's always kind of just a fun little thing it's almost like an easter egg that you get with um yeah it's fun on the you don't know oh and the you know the three-day passes by themselves was like a civil war where it was like half uh tony stark and half um um Oh, you know, Captain America. And then the, the daily passes were like, it was like Nintendo Game Boys in different colors. So it was really just a, just like a solid Game Boy. It was cool. It was so, it was, I mean, they, they got it top notch there. Anyway, so I don't, we don't need to explain to people how the comic blues and stuff works. They were there. They know, right? No, I will. I'm going to throw something out there though. There was something that we forgot to mention when we were doing our uh, con prep episode a couple of weeks ago. And that is con crud. Yeah. <laughs> so that's basically everyone around you has got germs and they are, you know, doing their best like a daycare to spread them about. Not on purpose, but it and just happens when you're in everybody's with large. Everybody's hand yeah, you're shaking yeah. hands, you're doing all this stuff. So, you know, that was one thing that Offerman kept saying, oh, we got to watch out for the con crud. We got to make sure and, you know, wash our hands and use the antibacterial stuff and whatever. And it was funny because I was like, oh, I feel fine. And then, I don't know, was it Sunday night, I guess? Uh, somebody that is on the podcast thing with us was like, ugh, got the con crud. Immediately, like, my throat started hurting. Mm-hmm. I was like, go, go, gadget, hypochondria. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't go anywhere like that without my hand sanitizer. I mean, I'm just, yeah. and, you know, uh, producer Craig makes fun of me because I am just, it's always around. Yeah. And, um. So, yeah, I had it. And I, I loaned it to people to the point where... I used yours, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, just because I just... Anytime I touch anything at mm-hmm. all, I take yeah. it. And so, you know, people probably get, like, all offended. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> You're going to have to get over that. This is, you know... Shaking your hand, and then I'm wiping it off, man. Um, so We're all going to die. <laughs> you doing your Bill Paxton impersonation? Doing my Bill Paxton. Can you do it like um, the Colt 45 guys do? Because that shit was funny. No, I can't. But they were funny as shit. Y'all go listen to their live episode because it was funny as hell. You can find them on Twitter at Colt45. They're cool. Yeah. Um, so now you, what you missed um, on Sunday was the Boondock Saints panel. Now, Norman Reedus couldn't be in there because uh, I, from what I hear, it's a rumor, uh, but it's probably true. Is that, you know, The Walking Dead has limitations for, right. um, you have to get like contractual approval to go and do interviews and things like that. So even if he was going to do the Boondock Saints panel, he wasn't allowed to do it. So well, I had heard ahead of time that they weren't going to let, you know, anybody else, you know, like Lenny James or any of the other Walking Dead characters. I kind of thought maybe Norman Reedus would have gotten, yeah. he would have gotten excused for that because it was a Boondock Saints reunion and not, to not have him in there just seemed weird yeah well uh I, it must be until you get killed off the show because i guess your contract's not up anymore because michael rooker was talking all over about it mm. uh in his panel but yeah. um uh so the boondock saints panel remember how i said uh during our last episode or during our boondock saints a uh, panel or uh thing that i didn't think that uh any of the brothers were attractive anymore yeah must have just been only thinking about norman reedus uh, Sean, Sean Patrick Flannery is still Ooh, hot. <laughs> a lovely man. Uh-huh, of course, hot. he is not a gentleman. But oh, well. It was yeah. so funny and so offensive mm-hmm. that I don't know how um, they they really should have had an explicit tag on that. He was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And um, and I even had to leave it for a little bit during the uh, during the panel to go uh, to go help somebody out. And then I came back. And, of course, I missed Norman Reedus came and handed a cake over to uh, Sean Patrick Flannery. So I missed that whole thing. Like, that, everybody was so excited, and I left right when... Uh, yeah, I missed the whole day on Sunday. Just nothing. I was up. I got dressed. I was, like, showered and ready to walk out the door. And then all of a sudden, I was kind of like, eh, yeah. I'm tired. 
Yeah, I put so many steps on my activity tracker. It I know. I got crazy. 15 miles over the yeah, course of the crazy. few days. And, um, um, but yeah, anyway, anyway, so although Sean Patrick Flannery is not a, um, um, he is not a gentleman. Oh, he was funny. He was very funny. They played a lot of, they played a lot of jokes. They were talking about the fact that they, um, had played with whatever the air cannon was that they used to blow up the cat, uh, <laughs> uh, in Canada where, you know, when they were shooting him and Norman and they would like put sandwiches and shit in there and shoot it out over the lake. <laughs> and, um, and so they knew, like, how loud it was. Yeah. I guess when they were prepping the scene, they told Rocco, they said, uh, he said, oh, is it loud? And he said, oh, no, no, it's not really loud. So you're just going to, and you're just going to have to act, is what they tell him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they said he nearly shit himself. Right. <laughs> so what we saw was real. <laughs> you know, the other guys knew what it was. And he said, was, I think that he peed. Like, they were saying <laughs> And then he goes, and then he said that they needed to redo the take, and they because he was act, uh, he wasn't acting. Right. He was like, hey, you, it was fine, right? <laughs> so, I, I mean, that was a funny story. They had lots of funny stories, like they just side splitting hilarious stories. So I loved the Boondock Saints panel, and I was really glad to see it. And uh, now that I've seen uh, Sean Patrick Flannery, um, I will be watching Boondock Saints too, and also. Yeah. Uh, you know, those Colt 45 guys, they sent it because we had talked. They told us, but. Yeah, they talked about, when we talked about the uh, naked guys and the extent, the naked ones in the extended sh- shower scenes, they said there was lots of naked butts in Boondock Saints too. And then they said, you're welcome. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and we came up with a new hashtag, cuz butts. Cuz butts. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll watch it. One of my other friends had said, oh, the second one's even better than the first. And I've never believed that about a sequel in my life. But, so, but we'll now see. I'm I'm considering it if 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 what we yeah. hear is true. I'm a fan uh, of butts. Yeah. You know, uh, and another couple things that were cool about this one is obviously we're biased to the podcast crew because there there are peeps, you know. Right. But uh, a lot of them have live podcasts um, that they recorded during the show, and um, so uh, I saw Whiskey Brothers. Uh, they did a live podcast. That shit was funny and offensive. They <laughs> got drunk. And it was, we'll have to do a live podcast next year if they yeah, let us we back. Might need to. We might need to. I've got some ideas in my head. Mm-hmm. Any, and then I uh, thought we could do a Nerdy Bitches game night. I think we should do that anyway somehow. That would be fun. We, we really should just have one. Yeah. 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 That'd be awesome. And then, um, let's see, uh, Metal Geeks also had a live podcast. They pulled uh, producer Craig up to chat mm-hmm. about things. And then... Um, now, did they end up uh, recording the podcasting 104 that we went to Saturday? That Craig was on as well? Oh, I don't know. I didn't ask. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Podcast 104. And then that was the one with Ming Chen in it, too. Mm-hmm. That was great. Uh, that was a good panel. I really liked that. Um, Ming oh, they made him the coolest little Funko Pop that looked just like him. It was so cute. Yeah, Carrie did that. That was cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there was that. Um, Craig actually took a really cool picture of Michael Rooker uh, flipping Ming Chen over his back. Uh, yeah. The panel. And, uh, and I like the picture of him flipping off the or flipping off the audience so that the sign language interpreter had to do the same. Oh my God! <laughs> the Boondock Saints panel. Now we love the interpreters. Uh, the the blue blue sun interpreters, mm-hmm. and um, we know them uh, pretty well because we'd uh, been going to cons for so long. Mm-hmm. And um, there was uh, Sean Patrick Flannery. Was <laughs> he was? This is what he said because you know he's swearing. He's like. I think that they're fucking uh, not saying what I'm saying, you know, because <laughs> and he um, he said, you know, all these deaf people are going to leave today and go, that's Sean Patrick Flannery. He's a gentleman He's a <laughs> scholar. And then and he goes, he, he wasn't talking about masturbation at all. And anyway, so when he said the word masturbation, so um, like the interpreters had to do like the little jerk off symbol. Oh, and wow. it was the funniest goddamn thing. And he's like, let me do that again and he kept doing it to make her do it. it was hilarious you know she had to have been just so embarrassed but it was right. so funny so well, i think if you do that kind of stuff long enough you just have to learn to go with it you can't you're not going to be able to get embarrassed by that kind of stuff yeah but. during the space city con um they were telling a story about john barrowman pulling his dick out on the set because that's what he does you know and she and the I cannot describe to you the action in which she was showing this. It was so <laughs> funny. 
um, it was it just required you know kind of sticking your thumb where you you know and just yep. waving it around <laughs> like as you do so. as you do <laughs> like a five-year-old boy at the oh, water oh. park that was Eve. I think it's Miles. Uh, she's the one that's she's the lady that's in Torchwood, and she went up and she said, "Oh, I'm not talking anymore. I I just made that poor sign language person just mime that." <laughs> and so she's like, "Nope, not talking anymore. I'm so sorry." <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, um, let's see. I, um, oh, a uh, Dominic Cooper. You know that dude's British. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Like it's that's a. Uh, I always well, he was he was in Mamma Mia. Yeah, he was the uh, the fiance and Mamma Mia. So yeah, he has an accent and everything. So well, it's a it's thick, and so you know, in preacher, he's got a Texas accent, mm-hmm. and then obviously uh, when he's Howard Stark, he doesn't have a, right. I mean, he has like he has an American accent. Yeah, yeah, but it's like that '40s accent. Like there's a different right. accent there if you're affluent in the '40s. I think you know, like Elizabeth Taylor kind of had that accent. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's pretension. Like rich. <laughs> <laughs> it's rich. Like, how do I get that accent, you know, from what, what? I don't know. You know. I was watching something the other day with Carrie Fisher on it, and they're talking about her little weird British accent that came and went and uh, throughout the Star Wars movies. And she said, well, I was going to the Central School of Speech and Theater in, you know, in London at the time. And so she's like, and when I get really angry, I become British. So she... <laughs> All of the lines where she's screaming, she has this strange little fake British accent that pops up. Which is so weird. Funny. That is completely weird. I, you know, here's the thing. Like, I thought that I would end up seeing a lot more celebrities than I did. But really, the only ones I think I ever saw were the ones in the panels. You know, like, I didn't, I guess I didn't, because I wasn't getting an autograph. I wasn't getting pictures. I didn't go down to where any of that was. Uh, okay, because when I go down there to walk the floor, um, I, uh... Uh, I always go, let's just walk over to the... Well, that's what I was planning on doing, but... It- you know, and then, and I just look, you know, I'll have to take pictures over there for obvious reasons, and, and uh, I just walk in like, oh, looky there. You know, I just, yeah, I was hoping to see a couple more, but you know what? You know, first con, you know, you can't do it all. Oh, I saw... You have to learn to pace yourself. I saw all the big ones, you know, that I could uh, when I went, went down. Oh, Bill Paxton totally made eye contact with me at that Q&A. Like, he looked right at me. With you, Liz. I, know. I don't know what he was seeing, but I he was looking right at me. Yeah. There was not <laughs> anybody else in that auditorium. He was looking right at you. Yeah, well, there wasn't anybody else sitting where we were sitting. And then I, I think you said also later that, like, Michael Bean just looked right he at you. He did. He looked. <laughs> because every time, because we were sitting on the side, so we could kind of see, like, their backs. So every time one would look behind the rest of them to see somebody down the line talking, they were making eye. They were looking right in my direction. They're totally making eye contact with you. Totally were. Yeah, like, they were winking and stuff too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but well, they, from where they, I was they sitting, were, that's they true. remained professional though. Yeah. No matter how much eye sex they were having with you. <laughs> well, they saw Opera Man right there with me, so you oh know, well, got to be discreet. Yes, you do. Got to be subtle. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. <laughs> oh, so um, let's see. So a lot of good-looking people were there. Um, you know, Sean Patrick Flannery to say the thing. Dominic Cooper, of course, he was adorable. Um, uh, Bill Paxton for an older man, very good-looking. And you know what, Paul Reiser, not too bad, not too shabby. Michael Bean has not aged that well. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Yeah, I think it, though. I don't know how much of it was him not aging well, or the fact he was wearing a beanie. He was wearing a beanie, and it was yeah, it was because yeah. it's like beanies are are like hoodies, like yes, douchebags wear beanies. Yeah, you can like really kind of get behind the scene and and uh, you know be subtle and incognito, but yeah. also look a little homeless. So yeah. you got to remember, he kind of looked like a hobo a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But, so so, so we'll see. Too. He was mm-hmm. the Rock, I think. Uh, yes, yes, he was. Oh, oh my yes. god, I love that movie. That's a good one. That was the last one. I haven't seen that one in forever. So may have to add that to a classic movie at some point. Oh, let's do it. Oh, and um, um, yeah, I I thought about another one, another classic movie that I wanted to review again. Um, oh, well, we got uh, Brandon gave us that suggestion for the yeah. Miami Connection, which we haven't yeah, seen. So I couldn't remember what it was called. I was going to actually send a little message and ask him what it was. Miami Connection. Miami Connection. So if anybody has watched Miami Connection. Uh, he and Carla both highly recommended that one. Yeah. So and they're our friends. We're going to go with that. Yeah. We decided we're going to be friends with them now. Mm-hmm. They're our best friends now. They're awesome. 
<laughs> I've just decided it for all of us. Well, yes, I, and I like um, uh, Amanda from Cast Quest. I had a lot of fun yeah, with her. Maybe that's cool. why I'm giving her credit for stuff that Jenny did. But <laughs> <laughs> well, Jenny, I kept bumping into her. I love her. She's adorable. Oh, I love her too. She's she's got like the greatest personality ever. Just fantastic. Yeah. So on Saturday, she was dressed like where was it Sunday? One Arl- of um, yeah, yeah. Friday, she was the Joker, like a female Joker from Suicide Squad. Saturday, she was Harley Quinn, and I wasn't there Sunday to see her. So. Yeah, I actually did not see her Sunday, um, but it doesn't surprise me. It was so busy uh, on Sunday. But, yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, this, is, this is one of my, uh, I have a peeve about the cons, um, and it's not uh, the con themselves. It's that the vendors, they like to shut down early. Right. It makes everybody leave. Like, yeah. you know, people think, oh, they're leaving. Okay, so we're closing down. So they'll shut down early so they can get home a couple hours early. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it makes the attendees think that, oh, it's time. It's over. It's done. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's, uh, it's kind of frustrating because the vendors that are there, they lose customers now. That's right. it until the end. You know, so I, I, I kind of get irritated when the vendors do that. I think you see that at pretty much every kind of show that you go to. I've been to a lot of craft shows and things like that, and you always get that. There's a lull in the crowd. People are like, fuck it, I'm going home. Peace out. And they're gone. And then you end up with, like, the wave after that. So <laughs> the people who come late are like, why are there only three booths here? I don't understand. Did you go to any of the um, – any? we were talking about uh, maybe going to a weird panel that we – I didn't. The one that I wanted to go to, I really – and, again, I am not – into this (laughs) i think it's super weird but i have this morbid curiosity to go to the furry 101 panel and it was during the day so it wasn't going to be you know x-rated or whatever furry after dark i did it was not a furry after dark by the way there was two after dark things i'd planned uh one was and one was the whiskey brothers um podcast live podcast and holy crap was it after dark whoo um and then the other one was Robert Mungle. He was going to have something uh, at the evening, but we decided to leave a little bit early that day. So we. So oh, he's the one that's friends with Ophelia. Yep, and also friends with Craig. By the way, that dude is dirty because he's <laughs> he's on the Whiskey Brothers. And um, was he the one that was at our at our podcast table the first day? He came up and was talking to Craig or talking to you or somebody. I can't remember. No, no, no. That's Rob Zip. Rob Zip. Oh, I don't know Rob Zip. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it, all the podcasters know him. Shout out, Rob. <laughs> anyway, uh, but no, uh, uh, Rob Mungle. It's another Rob. Close. You know, uh, uh, I don't know. He's a comedian. He's okay. a rather podcast. But it's actually because he had this, um, this panel where he invited uh, comedians to come in and do a little set in front of all of us. And mm-hmm. that's where uh, I met that um, uh, the comedian lady. And another Liz, right? Another Liz, so that's going to be fun. From yeah. Utah, that's going to be fun. Um, right. And uh, and then there was another couple guys there. And you think that this this was a hard crowd because it was still during the day. Right. They weren't drunk. They weren't drunk. I wasn't drunk. Uh, the lights were all up, you know, and it was a panel room. And They, st- they should have been that panel room we were in that the lights kept going off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went to two panels, the one we were on and a different one in that same room. They kept... Just flipping the lights on and off the whole time. I went to figure it out. They did that. Oh, speaking of the weird panel that I went to, because I did what we were supposed to do, it was the Zombie Walk Houston people. Oh, yeah. And so um, it was basically a discussion of what the Zombie Walk was. And did you know that it's a charity? Oh, it did not. Yeah, it's a charity that does scholarships. It was really interesting. And they actually um, are an all-ages like group. And they, do th- they have four things a year. And only one of them is for adults only. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the pub crawl, so it kind of makes sense. So that's for sure. Well, yeah. But I learned how to put on zombie makeup, and cool. they did a really good job. And they they have like little transfers that look like scar tissues, and they showed you how to like uh, make the edges so you couldn't see that they were little transfers, so they looked real. Mm-hmm. And it was very interesting. Um, and uh, you know, they had a Miss Zombie Houston. And mm-hmm. like they actually had a beauty contest and then they had her in there and she had all the zombie makeup on. It was pretty cool. Very cool. So, yeah, we didn't we didn't end up staying for any of the evening events. Well, that was uh, that was like at 10 a.m. Oh, well, I was at the writer's panel. Uh, <laughs> that's when the furry panel was. It was at the same time. So it was like, eh, do I go to something I 
really need or do I go to, you know, learn about furries? furries. Yeah. I figure I can Google it. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm sure there's some pod, uh, YouTubes out there that we could watch to, if we, oh, if we were interested in. Talking. I'm just, I'm just morbidly curious as to the why of it all. But you know, what's really funny, you know, cause I'm, we've talked about it before on our cosplay thing. Neither you or I are cosplayers. You know, we've, at least I've never been like, Oh, I'm just going to put on a costume and go to town. Uh, but being at that convention and seeing so many people in costume by the second day, I really kind of felt weird that I wasn't wearing a costume. Mm-hmm. It's, fun. you know, I, I, like, I've never done it, but I mean, it's fun to, I just love watching them. Yeah. I think maybe next year I'll have to try something low key. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I, I just wear my t-shirts. I have Well, my- that's what I did. I wore nerdy bitches t-shirt the first day and, I don't remember what I wore the second day. Something nerdy. Oh, it was my uh, your Yoda, Yoda shirt. shirt. Yeah. Okay, so what else happened uh, at the um, uh, at Comic Palooza? Um, Let's see. Uh, Michael Rooker, that dude is weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, like him, I think he was like high when he, he his, when he had his panel, but he was funny. I mean, he was really he was genuinely entertaining. Uh, oh, well, tell me, tell me this, because I didn't go to the panel, and I don't know how much you uh, can talk about it, but I did hear that producer Craig got to moderate a panel at the last minute. Oh, yeah. He was uh, um, an emergency replacement for uh, Tara Reid's monitor. Or, uh, yeah. Monitor. How did that go? Because I saw the pictures, and I'm not going to lie, she kind of looked like she had opened the Ark of the Covenant, and her face was melting off. I didn't really get to see. Unfortunately, I wasn't up there when I found out about it, so I kind of got to run up and see the end of it. Um, but it was good. I mean, uh, she had some funny things to say. Like, she went into, she went on vacation somewhere, and she, uh, you know, came back at night and got mistaken, went into somebody else's, like, little cabana mm. uh, in Italy. And, <laughs> As you do. <laughs> when you're drunk and high or whatever. But I was like, oh, that's, that's interesting. She, she kind of was orangey. She was really orange. Mm. Yeah. But, um, um, but it was pretty cool because it was in general admission, so it had, like, this huge, huge um, uh, auditorium, so it was really neat to see producer Craig up there. Was it full? Oh, no. No, okay. it was Friday think. afternoon though. So you mean you and know, it's Tara Reid. I mean, who? Yeah, who's yeah. lining up for that? I don't know. I know, but it was. I mean, it was awesome that Craig got to to moderate it though. It, was it really cool. is. But um, yeah, I I don't know much about Tara Reid other than like the American Pie stuff. So I didn't really know anything about her. Well, she was there for Sharknado. I'm pretty oh, sure. Sharknado. Yeah. 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 Which I have not seen. So. Sharknado. I do love some sharks, but, but I don't know if that I love them in a tornado. Yeah, there was somebody that cosplayed a Sharknado. I did see that. That was funny. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> I can get behind stuff like that. Like that, like these concepts more than like a person or a character. I like the concept. I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. I haven't even... Did you ever see Sharknado? No. no. Neither did I. No, no. I'm a big fan. Like Shark Week starts this week. I am super excited. It starts this Sunday. Like this is my Super Bowl. <laughs> My favorite week of the year is fucking Shark Week. And it's it sucks because since we don't have cable, I have to buy them through iTunes and wait for it to download, like, the next day. So, so I'm like, because I used to, like, really love, they like, have live. free on some kind yeah. of app? They don't have it. Oh, Lord, no. Okay. No, because so, it's Discovery Channel, so it's cable. Um, but they, I used to like live tweet when I was watching it, like when they did that Megalodon show that pissed me the fuck off. I was like, you motherfucker. They acted like it was real. They acted like it was real. It's a total fucking mockumentary. I was like, that is bad Photoshop. Like I could tell you that that's horrible. So, uh, I kind of got pissed off that year and I'm hoping that they will kind of get back to the science of it and the, the nature, you know, conservative whatever conservatoriness of it uh, rather than or conservation there's a better word yeah. um, rather than let's just do this show about hype or 75,000 shows about shark attacks I'm like there are more shows about shark attacks than there actually are fucking shark attacks I think we had a shark attack in Galveston not yeah, a- we had a shark bite uh, yeah, yeah, right. Sure it, was not it, was. An attack. it was a bite, and then like, it was a it was a kid. It was like a five year old kid. So yeah. anything on a five year old kid is going to look tragic. Uh, you know, those I think it was like a three foot shark. That's yeah. You know. Well, they look like those fish, you know, when they're flipping around. Yep. I yep. mean, kids are freaking wiggly. Yeah, yeah. 
So I could see a shark totally getting that mistake. Sure. So, and you know what? I, you know, if they just bit and released, I don't know if I'd be opposed to it because that's an awesome story. That's what I'm saying. As long as you don't die, then, you know, it's not that bad. Yep, exactly. I mean, most of these people have gotten a career on Shark Week out of it, so there's something. And I apologize if you're a shark attack victim and you're going to, like, totally, like, whatever. I would totally be rocking that story for the rest of my life. So It is a good story. Yeah, if you didn't make it through it, it's a bad story. Yeah, well, that's a terrible, that's tragedy right there. Because, again, more people are killed every year by a toaster than they are by sharks. So, I, I mean, you know, bad luck on you. Is it because it catches shit on fire or because it just like. I think, uh, yeah, I think because they catch shit on fire. Yeah. So. Okay. Fire well, a lot of people die from fire. That's not, that's not too, um, that's not too unreasonable of a thing to yeah. die from, I don't think. No, but same thing. More people are struck by lightning. More people trip over their shoelaces. I don't know. It's very rare. Let's just put it that way. Fatal, uh, shark, fatal shark attacks, you know, very, very rare. There's like six a year. Yeah. We kill 100 million sharks, so. Yeah. Well, um, uh, let me tell you about one of my favorite things about Comic Palooza. Yes. Um, and, uh, well, one of the new things this year was St. Arnold actually had this, like, little beer area. I saw that. They had a beer garden. Yeah. I didn't go it, into it. But. It's very reasonably priced beers, and it's not like you had to stay in the beer garden. You could leave. And so um, they had um, Fancy Lawnmower, Santo. I mean, they had good beers in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was good. Um, also, and I've mentioned this before, Comic Palooza does what uh, I haven't seen at any of the other cons thus far, is that they have full service bars every once in a while. So, yeah, that was kind of cool. Oh, it was super cool. And um, and I don't know why that is, why I enjoy that so much, but sometimes like there's a lot of pain involved in walking all day. My legs were so freaking tired. I wanted to take them off and hang them up at the end of the day. Yep. The crap. I, you know, again, I don't leave the house a lot, so <laughs> yeah. Well, really tired. An, an adult beverage goes a long way um, in um, tending to that pain. Mm. Is that does that make sense? Yep. Yep. So, did you buy anything at Comic Plus this year, though? Speaking of that, because I did. I got one. Oh. I got the a Ray Funko Pop. That's what I bought. I didn't. We didn't. I didn't buy much, but I bought. Uh, I, did, I did buy her to go with my little BB-8 Funko Pop. So. I bought a Kobayashi Maru uh, shirt. Nice. And then... Um, I got a Colt 45 shirt. I didn't buy it, but I got one. <laughs> um, let's see. What else? Uh, I, I think I did it. I bought another shirt. It was like a puffy paint shirt, but it wasn't like paint. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, it had that puffiness to it. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. And it's a, that was a TARDIS shirt. I get a lot of t-shirts at these things. And then I don't have that many actual events that I can wear t-shirts to. And so I just end up rewearing them to comic palooses and, sure. uh, you know, other cons, uh, mm-hmm. things of that nature. But I like them. You know, those are my souvenirs, our, our T-shirts in general. Yeah, I'm actually wearing a shirt that I did see at comic palooza, though. I already had it as the My Patronus is a Bookworm shirt. Oh, you saw that there? I hadn't seen one. I did see that one there. Yeah. I saw some. They had some really, really cute shirts and there was some amazing artwork that I just, you know, happened to pass by. And I was like, oh, I'd love to. But... Yeah, you know, summers are hard when you're self-employed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, I didn't get a chance to go to the dealer floor and, like, series. Normally, I Mm-mm. I do. I, I didn't. I'll do, like, a fast walk through it, mm-hmm. and I'll do a slow walk through it another day is usually what I do. But uh, yeah. I really couldn't, because every once in a while, you see something that you have to have. You absolutely have to have it, and you need to buy it then because it'll be sold out if you do. It'll be gone, yeah. Or you'll never remember where the booth was. Yeah, so that's why I always do like just a quick walk. I didn't even have time for that. Like my quick walkthrough was my final walkthrough. Yeah, so. I did a little bit of walking through on the first day, but because we had gotten so drained, even just walking the one block from the garage to the and these aren't like straight block. It was like a block and a half from the garage to the convention center. I was so wiped out because I was like, Oh, I'm going to wear my jeans. It did it. Oh my God. Last time I will never wear jeans in July or June again. Yeah. Because my legs would not stop sweating and I don't even sweat. Like I'm that girl at the gym who's just purple. Cause I don't sweat. Uh, but I was miserable. Like I was so tired just from the heat and being drained. I mean, I thought I was going to have to take a nap before 
our panel, which was at like two thirty. You know, <laughs> so I got there and I was like, I'm so tired. So, but it was fun because we got to bring a friend of the show, Eileen, with us on Friday. She was on our anime episode. And she had and some uh, nerdy bitches stickers. She did. She was a uh, she was part of our street team, basically, and passing out stickers, which was fantastic. And then she and her uh, her sons came back on Saturday, which was fun. And then uh, other guest of the show, Lainey, was there. She's from our cosplay episode, I, though I never did bump into her, though. Yeah. So, but uh, she posted some pictures of her Lilith from Borderlands uh, cosplay. And yeah, it was amazing. It was really. I don't even know what that game is, but Lilith was amazing. Her gauge costume she did a couple months ago was awesome. And then she went back on Sunday dressed as Anna from Frozen to take pictures with the little kids. Yeah. Which I thought was a lot of, anyway, that's really sweet and a lot of fun. Yeah. And she even took her dad with her. That was his father's day that he wanted to spend with her. They went to the, her parents both went to the con, which was sweet. They're, I've known them my whole life. They're awesome. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And it was one of those things that. Yeah, I really, I mean, I saw a lot of people on Facebook that were there, but like I never, I didn't know they were there and didn't meet up with them or whatever. But I just think it's a fun thing to do. And I'm telling you what, if you've got kids, I think the three-day pass for the kids was like 15 bucks. Yeah. yeah that I'm, is a crazy cheap way to take care of your kids for a whole weekend, you know? <laughs> like, you can't even go to Chuck E. Cheese for 15 bucks, you know? It's ridiculous. So. It's, it. I, I thought it was amazing. It was really hot outside, though. You really had to stay yeah. inside. Inside. Um, so that was the problem, I think, was Friday. When we went there, it, we went in the afternoon and not first thing in the morning. And so we... Yeah. Saturday was much better. When we... we uh, Paul and I got there about 9.30 Saturday morning, I think, or about 9 o'clock Saturday morning, because, um, you know, we live further away and weren't sure how long it would take to get in and traffic and whatever. So we got there about 9, and it was... It was still shady. It was really nice. So we weren't exhausted just getting in there. I was hyped and pumped and ready to go. And, yeah. you know, we did. We went and went and went. And, you know, yeah. so many steps and miles walked in that convention center. Because that convention center is big. It is really. This is not the Reliance Center. I mean, it's big. It's like four well, city blocks. And Reliance is just as big. Well, you know what I mean. But, uh, you but they usually don't use but it. Use a, but a, usually a convention wouldn't cover all of Reliant unless it's the rodeo or something. Right. But um, uh, that, yes, that George R. Brown is huge. And I think like two years ago they expanded to, expanded to the whole convention center. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool. But I'll tell you that, you know, that road's all torn to hell. Um, oh, that was I that think was that they're amazing. going to, next year they'll have, um, it'll be done by the next Comapalooza. And then there'll be a, a neat hotel across the way. And I can't remember if it was a Hyatt or what it is, but it's going to have a skywalk as well to the convention center. And the um, rooftop of it is going to have um, a lazy river shaped like Texas. That's awesome. I want to stay there. Oh, yeah. I'm going to book it now. <laughs> yeah. I think we'll have to like have eight of us share a room. Yeah. It's yeah. So expensive. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. We can make it happen. Yeah. So... Yeah, I got air mattresses, which is sink them in. <laughs> but I think hotels are the way to do it. Um, uh, you know, I had been thinking about doing it, and I just didn't didn't get it together in time. But oh man, that would have been so wonderful just to have something like home base right there, where I could have just gone over, taken a nap, and come back and gone to Neil's bar or done you know something else bar in the evening. Be on Saturday night, so yeah, uh, we kind of had to. We went over there, and there was a long line just to get in because. Yeah. It was at capacity, and we like, oh, I'm fine. I thought they were doing it like street party style. They were, but there was a thunderstorm on on oh. the afternoon, and it yeah. kind of shut down the um, the street party portion of it. So they and they moved that to Noxos, and then, uh, but I don't like Noxos that much. But they, um, uh, so we just went over to the Papacitos. I mean, there's a bar at the Papacitos. Yeah. So we went there and had some um, some drinks after the con. We saw some of our um, uh, sign language ladies over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so let's see, uh, any celebrities that you saw outside of the con? Because a lot of times you can. We saw um, Darth Vader, that guy. David Prowse? Yes. You know who I actually, I do think I saw somebody. I think I saw Ric Flair. Uh, he was there. Yeah. Yeah, the wrestler Ric Flair was there. When Paul and I left on Saturday, we went out through the third floor. Because I didn't realize the third floor was also connected to the Hilton across the street. 
So we went out through there, and when we were going around to the escalator, I saw this guy sitting there, and he's dressed like Liberace. And I only kind of saw him from, like, a side back view. I was like, that's got to, like, who else would that be? Mm-hmm. Like, it, I don't know. Same hair, same, you know, old man body kind of thing. So, yeah. I think yeah. that's all I saw. He was definitely there. So that would make yep. a lot of sense. And for some reason, something in my head is telling me I saw somebody else outside Icon, and I don't remember who it was. We saw Ming Chen. Does that count? So, so um, <laughs> producer Craig just told me, but I couldn't hear him through the earphones. Oh, oh Tara Reed. Oh, yeah, we saw her at um, Papacitos. Mm. Yeah. She likes some nachos, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I see what she was eating. She eats food? That's surprising. Yeah, I don't think she ate anything. <laughs> She's too skinny to eat anything. It's too skinny, and all that booze takes up a lot of space in your stomach. So. <laughs> well, I mean, the, if you're going to, you know, drink and not have any food, you want to be having those Papacitos margaritas because they are awesome. Yeah. I, like, seriously, I kind of wish I could have been like, all right, you want to party? Let's go party up on Main Street. Here's the tequila bar. That's <laughs> the best bar out there. I could have showed her all of these awesome spots, but, you know. Then you'd have to I, hang out with Tara Reid. And so. I'm old. Like, that's no, she's older than you are. She's older than I am. I know, but she's she's not old at heart, and I am. I'm like, no, too tired. Well, no, you're a grown-up. Yeah. There's a difference. <laughs> that's the difference. <laughs> There's a difference between being old and, you know, just being a grown-up. Yeah. So, yeah I, just, I can't hang like that. <laughs> I've got friends that still party like that, and I'm like, nah, I'm going to go home and watch Arrow. You know, I that, but it's not like it hasn't been recently that I've been out to those places. It's just I have to prepare, and it's not after a day of the con. No. Uh, but um, I have to, like, take a nap and, you know. No, you can really, you've got, you got to prep for it. You know, you got to be. Yeah, it's like going to the karaoke bar. You know, that place doesn't even open until 9 o'clock. You're like, oh, geez, it's late. Yeah. And I, I'm totally down for it, but I want to go on a Sunday when nobody's there and nobody else ever wants to go. I'm like, come on. Yeah, I have no desire. Yeah. Desire. Oh, I enjoy it. But if you actually want to get on the stage and sing, it's it, hard to do it on Friday and Saturday night. Everybody's there. Palooza. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't do it after Comic Palooza. No, no I, oh, I do wish I went to the celebrity Comic Palooza. They had karaoke. Yeah, they did. They had celebrity karaoke, which was cool. And then they had just like um, like certain types of karaoke. They also had a Rocky Horror Picture Show. And then they had, um, and I missed it because it was at the same time as uh, some other panel that I wanted to go to. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ming Chen hosted, hosted the karaoke. He did. I saw that. Um, you know, and that was kind of the thing. Like some of the things that there were, there were multiple things that I really wanted to see, but a lot of them were at conflicting times mm-hmm. or they were, you know, when I was on the panel, like that's, you can't go to something when you're on a panel. So it's, you know, it, I think, um, you know, I'd heard somebody say, I don't remember who I was listening to, but basically they said, you know, it, you know, plan one or two, th- or like plan two things per day that you really want to do. And then if you, you know, get other stuff done, then woo, accomplishment. And that's kind of what it was. Like Saturday, I really had myself kind of packed back to back to back of things that I wanted to do. And it was a little, like there were other things I wanted to see. Like I needed a clone of me to go and video this other panel. And Yeah, I know it. It was, I mean, it's so much back-to-back stuff. And, mm-hmm. I, and I thought that they, normally they have more celebrity Q&As. And I didn't see that many, but it could have been just simply that I didn't have any more room on my schedule. Because, like, my uh, Comic Palooza app was just filled with... Uh, there was that, but I think because they got, like, the full cast of Aliens, I think that most of the other celebrities who were doing Q&As just weren't necessarily people that I was going to flock to. Yeah. I'll, you know, like, I'll, you know... If, yeah, love that an individual Paul Reiser won, uh, Bill Paxton won, yeah, uh, uh, Sean Patrick Flannery. Uh, yep. But uh, you know, oh, it was still good. I mean, I had a lot of fun. I sit there and say, oh, I wanted more, but I didn't have time for more. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's like, oh, we need like four or five days of this. But I was so exhausted after two. I don't know that I could have, you know, even remotely thought about that. So I'm done. Last year I did the four days, and so. I can, I can manage. Actually, I probably could have made it for the third day, but it would, did start like raining and it was like, eh, I'm glad I didn't go. And second to, uh, the second to, uh, the last time, the Friday, I just went the afternoon because Haley Atwell was performing and I was like, I'm leaving work right now. And I just, mm-hmm. to go. <laughs> right. So, but, uh, I think it was a good con season. I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. I'm a little sad that there's not going to be con next weekend, but a little bit of me is like, this house needs to get cleaned, you know? 
<laughs> right. I had people show up today for like unexpectedly, and I was like, "Oh, sorry, my house looks like shit. I've been gone for what feels like a month." It does. It like, really wasn't gone that long, but it feels like it. I mean, because I think we've again we've been building up to this for at least the last two months with getting episodes ready and you know publicizing on social media and all the things that we were doing to prepare for this. And then the actual gear up and going to the con. And like I said, I, what did I do before this? Like, I don't remember. <laughs> and last week feels like a year ago. So like, yeah. eh, just have to get back into the groove. Yeah. So um, what is coming up for us? We're, we're, uh, we promise, we promise, <laughs> promise we're still going to have our book club. We're finally going to get to our World War Z book club coming uh-huh. up, which will be great. Yeah. We have, um, if we can ever get the schedules worked out, we have another anime episode, hopefully coming up with Sophie. Yeah. And look, a little bit more advanced anime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that we're going specific with Black Butler. So if you like Black Butler, you're going to want to watch that. Uh, yeah. And then we, uh, we also have some catch up that we need to do. We, we have we a need bunch to- of movies that we've seen that have not yeah. been talked about yet. Exactly. We haven't talked about, maybe we should just do like the superhero movies of the early summer and, yeah. um, Deadpool. Well, Deadpool was kind of winter, but uh, we need to do Deadpool. We need to do Deadpool. Captain America, and, uh, uh, and then we can do Suicide. Do the X Men as well. Oh, X Men. Yep, that was good. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. That's one I didn't get to. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll do a kind of a catch up episode on on some of the movies that we've been behind on. Pick a new book for the next book club, and then we'll probably wait at least a month before we do another classic movie movie review because we did two back to back. So. Yeah, yeah, and um, that will be fun. So yeah, I think, awesome. I, yeah, I think we're uh, I think we're ready to go, and so we're gearing up. So it's almost like that was the season finale, and then we're gonna yeah start gotta start planning for the next season. Yeah. So, but I have to I have to throw a recommendation out there because I bought this pair of shoes right at I think I told you this I bought this pair of shoes before I went to New York City, and I got a pair of Champions tennis shoes uh, with the memory foam insole from Payless for like nine bucks or something. They were super cheap. And I was like, oh, I just need a pair of shoes. If they don't make it through the New York trip, that's fine. Well, they did. And I wore them to Comic Palooza both days and I did not get a single blister on my feet. They were so comfortable and I just could not like rave about these shoes enough. They were so comfy. I should have bought like 30 pairs. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I think you did. I think you recommended them last time, or maybe we. Talked- uh, no, I think we talked about them during the con prep because that's what I was planning on wearing. You had done the uh, Clark's. Yeah, uh, which, sandals. Okay, I didn't wear Clark's. I wore Tevas and or Tevas. I forgot what you guys. Well, I was wondering because I thought you said you had gotten some blisters. So. Oh my god! And you know, and I've worn them before, and I've got them, so I just got a new pair because they were kind of I'd lost their squishy. Yeah. And I just thought they'd be fine. I'd been, but no, they tore me up. Yeah. But, but well, I mean, I get you some Epsom salts. Remember, remember so my um my suggestion about don't go anywhere without band aids. I <laughs> go anywhere without band aids, so I was absolutely fine. But uh, yeah. uh, you know, I I'd prefer not to have. I had band aids too. They're still in my purse, actually. Yep. Uh, or my door of the Explorer backpack that I was wearing, which is we should make a con kit and we'll just put it on like Amazon and see if any. Yeah. It. And it will be band aids, and it will be uh hand sanitizer con kit. Yeah. Trademark. 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 <laughs> you know, it might sound like we're trying to con people into stuff. Well, yeah. in this cool. case, we're conning them into buying three. Right. We're conning them into being comfortable at a convention. Yeah. That's right. We'll get it. Yep. That'd be great. I know a lot of product designers will make it happen. So, yes. Very cool. Well, yeah, that's that's what we have coming up, and those are some recommendations. And uh, um, send you know, send us your suggestions on what you want to hear about next. Uh, oh, and if you saw us, if you're a brand new listener, because we passed out a ton of stickers and cards, definitely hit us up on Twitter and let us know that you found us. Because I saw one of them, one of the Mario Brothers that I took pictures with on Saturday, uh, liked our page on Facebook the other day. Oh. So I was like, and then I realized he was so like a vendor the at the brother. con. What is the Mar- Is Mario the first name? I guess it's the last name. No, it's Mario. No, it's Luigi. Mario and Luigi. Or is Mario Mario? I don't their last name I mean, is. they're the Mario Brothers. They don't call me and my sister the Heather Sisters. <laughs> uh, maybe they do. I don't know. I don't know. They have to. Their last name has to be Mario. 
I don't know that they have a last name. So like, I don't... you know, in uh, Boondock Saints, they were the McManus brothers. Right. Yeah. So that's you barely knew their names. I'll tell you that. Yes. But Mario, it's Mario and Mario. Mario, Mario and Luigi Mario. It's weird. Yeah. I don't think that's their last name. Well, it's not. <laughs> it should be. Actually, though, I am looking on uh, on Google right now and the images popped up. I, I just Googled Mario's last name. Because if Mario and Luigi make up the Super Mario Brothers, then Mario's full name is really Mario Mario. So there you go. Well, or it could be Mario Super Mario and Luigi Super Mario. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's a hyphenated last name. If I'll have to ask uh, Paul if he knows what you Mario know, Brothers' no. last name is. He knows the answer to this of question. Of course he does. If he wasn't on dog duty in the other room, then I would totally ask him. So, so. Okay. All right, well, we'll He's see. trying to keep the yappy studio dogs from yapping too much. All right, well, uh, we'll see everybody um, coming up shortly. Uh, we'll be having another uh, or another grouping of uh, episodes, and it'll be yep. more to our standard format, but that doesn't mean we love Comic Palooza any less. Absolutely not. We were so happy to be a part of it, and we want to thank everybody who made that happen. So, Okay. All right, we'll see you guys next time. See ya. Music provided by www.bensound.com and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. You just did your definition of producer duty.